Tandem Nomads, episode 244. When you live in transition, especially when you live in highly complex situations of transition, but also when you simply try to get by with the day-to-day things you have to handle, you can only have one guarantee, is that things would not always go exactly as planned. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and resources to grow a successful portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life or through any transition that you might be going through. This is your host, Emel Deregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. Nomad Nation, this is the first episode of the year 2022. I can't believe how time has been flying since 2015, the year I started podcasting. So I want to thank all of you who are back after listening to so many episodes and welcome to all of you who are just starting out in the world and the community of Tandem Nomads. So if you're listening to this podcast at the beginning of the year, this is probably the time where maybe or maybe not you're thinking about how you want this upcoming year to look like for you. But ultimately, do you have any say in that? You might be thinking, heck, what is the point of planning the year when nothing ever goes as planned, especially nowadays? In fact, I'm sure that you would agree that if there's anything that we've learned from how our world was shaped in the past couple of years of the pandemic is to be flexible and adaptable. I was having a dinner with a friend and she was talking about her life. We were catching up. So she works in a university as a program designer and she was just talking how difficult it was for her to plan all these courses and, and how much changes had to happen and as well as managing that with homeschooling and all of that it was very overwhelming and now when she plans a course and she was telling this story how she was actually planning a course and she looked over her computer to talk to her calling and said hey should we do this uh, in person or should it do it online and the colleague responded let's just do it in person and if we need to shift we'll just shift it As simple as that, right? So it is pretty amazing. And this is how the whole motto of Tandem Nomads for me comes to life when we talk about turning challenges into opportunities. This very difficult time that we've lived on the global level has also brought us such a capacity to adapt and a lot of resilience. And that's a beautiful thing that I believe we should celebrate, that flexibility that we've developed. However... I believe that it's extremely dangerous, especially as solo entrepreneurs, to start confusing being flexible and adaptable with not planning at all. And this is today what I want to talk to you about, why it's really important to continue to plan even in times of uncertainty and how to do it as well. But before I go into that, I also want to highlight that uncertainty is not the only challenge that we got a face and that makes it very difficult to plan especially if you're listening to this episode in fact if you are listening to tandem nomads it is most likely because you are probably a global nomad or an expat or somebody who simply lives in transition there's all kinds of transition and i know that moving from a country to another is already a huge challenge on itself 
But what is happening nowadays is on top of that global nomadic lifestyle challenges, we are facing now a whole set of challenges that make transition even more complex. So we are in high level of complexity of transitions. It's not Transition is not even enough to explain the level of change and the level of adaptability that is required from us. On top of the usual thing of the reasons why we want to build a portable business, be it career, be it uh, financial sustainability, be it uh, identity, confidence, all of that, All of that seems so small compared to the level of challenges that our community is experiencing nowadays. And I don't think it's a coincidence that somehow I have been surrounded as well with all my clients who have been themselves going in a way or another through some crazy transitions in their lives while trying to either start or grow their businesses. For instance, I had this inspiring client who has been waiting for a long time to adopt a kid and then she and her husband actually were given foster kids to take care of and suddenly they had to manage all this huge transition of welcoming two new kids at home and having to redesign their habits, their home and their way of working so that these kids can slowly adapt to a new home and, and be able to accept this new family. Imagine the challenge it is to do that while at the same time relaunching a business. I had a couple of clients who actually, while also growing and working on their businesses and trying to make that work, had to move countries. And on top of it, were transitioning their own kids to college in a third country. Other examples of a very complex transition are aging parents. Obviously, this is a very sensitive topic when your parents are sick and you have to take care of them. I have a client, for instance, who did have to take care of her parents-in-law. And fortunately, one of the parents has passed away. And shortly after, she had as well to organize her own big move. But one thing she didn't have to do was to set up her business as she was already running a business with solid foundations once she got there and arrived with a full-fledged business who was functioning and that had made a huge difference for her. So this also shows how actually planning for your business and building that resilience while going through transition can actually pay off. And if you followed my previous episodes and as well as my journey through Instagram, for instance, I've been sharing my own long year of transition, traveling back and forth while my father is sick. And now, unfortunately, he passed away. So I know what it is to live in high level of complexity and uncertainty. And what I want to say is... Ultimately, in life and in business, there's absolutely nothing that's certain. And when we are going through different transitions of life, there's only one thing that you can be sure of, is that things will certainly not go as planned. But that's not the reason you should stop planning and envisioning your goals and reflect on what you really want to achieve And how you want to show up. Because at the end of the day, what planning allows you to do is to be mindful about how you want to show up when shit hits the fan. I can't say it in other words. It is in fact thanks to the fact that you do have a plan 
that you will be able to adapt and to pivot and to adjust. Without a plan, you will be going loose. A plan is what will allow you to be mindful about what needs to change. And instead of being in a mode of reacting to an unplanned situation or to a lack of visibility of what's going to happen, because that's what's happening most of the time right now, is the lack of visibility, thus uncertainty. Thanks to a plan, you will actually proactively be acting on your business and on any other challenges that you might have. So thanks to a plan, you will be in control of how you behave and the decisions you take when the elements of your environment are not controllable. This is what people get wrong. People think that when you have a plan, it's meant to be static. That when you work on your goals, they're supposed to be static and you're supposed to reach them. Because if you change your goals, then it means that you're not sustainable and you're not stable. But it's the opposite. A plan is designed to help you navigate through the uncertainty, through the changes, through the challenges, and help you mindfully and strategically pivot in the right direction and in the way that works for you. In fact, here is another thing that I think people get wrong. Setting up goals for your business should not be a source of pressure and a source of stress and anxiety. In the opposite, working on your goals every year throughout your business or even in your personal life should be simply a tool of alignment. A tool that helps you align who you are with your vision, your mission, and who you truly want to be and how you want to show up when things go wrong? How do you want to navigate this journey, be it through the highs and the lows? It's all about shifting how we look into the goals as an ally to your journey rather than as something that's there to pressure you. And also, setting up goals is about defining what works for you and how you can make things roll according to your own rules and in your own terms. This is what it is about. And by the way, don't get intimidated by the words plans or goals. Ultimately, what I'm asking you to do is to simply sit down and ask yourself, what will make me feel in alignment every day with what I do in my life and my business. That's all it's about. That's all this is about, is being in alignment and ultimately making sure that you are fulfilled in what you do and that you can continue to pursue your dreams throughout the challenges of life, the ups and downs, the uncertainties and the certainties, and still feel empowered and hopeful and have a game plan when shit hits the fan and when you need to pick up all the pieces and often when you need to pick up all the pieces not just for you but for a lot of people around you because here's one other thing that I want to talk about real briefly here 
although our society is changing in the right direction, one of the things that I realize is that most of the time when shit hits the fan, I'm sorry, there's again, no other terms to say it. It's often women who pick up the pieces. And that is for me one of the main reasons why women are still a minority when we look at successful businesses. This is the reason why women are struggling most of the time of making real revenue and consistent revenue and still depend on their partners to live and sometimes get stuck in a relationship just because they can't leave because they have kids and they cannot sustain their needs financially. To be honest with you, at the end of the day, this is why I am doing what I'm doing and what drives me every day since the first day I started Tandem Nomads. Fortunately, I also have more and more men in my community and among my clients who are actually doing the same thing. They are there for their partners to pick up the pieces when it's needed. And I'm not saying that women should stop picking up the pieces. I'm just saying that there are ways to be able to be mindful, to be present for your family as you should and you want. But there's a way to do it in a way that works for you and where you don't have to completely give up on your dreams and your self-care. And here is another thing that I see. I see a lot of people waiting to plan until things get better, until the kids grow up, until they leave home, until we move to the next country, until we'll settle in this country, until my parents get better, until my relationship with my partner or my daughter or my son gets better, etc., of course, it is so important to know when it's time to focus on the most important things. But if you've noticed and you look back at your own life, there's always something that comes up. As small or bad or big as it is, there will always be something that comes up along the way to stop you from moving forward with your dreams and your goals and making the things you want to happen in your life truly happen. So my call for you is don't wait for the perfect time because that perfect time will never happen. Instead, what you can do is plant those little seeds. Plant even if you can't do it all, even if it's too early or if it's not the right moment. You can still sit down and look at your long-term vision, your long-term goals and ask yourself what are those little seeds that you can plant in a mindful way so that eventually when things are right, you can then give it the big push that you need. Don't wait for the perfect moment. Instead, just try to put in place small baby steps. So how are you going to do that? How are you going to start planning your upcoming year? Or throughout the year, how can you make sure to be mindful about how you are running your business goals, but also aligning them with your life and your needs. And before I get into that, there's one thing that's important to understand. None of this will be helpful and none of this will even be possible to do if you're not already very clear about what you really want for yourself in life and in business. For me, these two cannot be separated. So you absolutely need, as a solo entrepreneur, to have an alignment 
between your life goals and your business goals. They need to work together. They need to fit to each other. And actually your business needs to fit to your lifestyle. Recently, I had a whole episode about how building a portable business is not just about being able to travel, but is also being able to create a business that fits to your lifestyle. So for that to happen, you need to understand what do you truly want to achieve and not just achieve, but how do you want to live and how do you want to show up to yourself and to your loved one throughout this journey on this earth? So obviously it's very hard to think big picture sometimes. That's why we want sometimes to simply simplify and focus on the next thing. But you still want to figure out that big why. What is your big why? What is that thing that really motivates you in life and keeps you going? What is it that you want for yourself and your loved ones? So if that's not clear, I highly encourage you to get the help you want to figure that out. And again, you don't need to have all the answers, but having a little bit of an idea of what is your big why will actually help you. Be able to make sure that when you set your goals, they are in alignment with what you truly want. But that doesn't mean that you cannot change your mind, that you cannot decide to actually focus your purpose in another place. I really believe that it's not about that one big thing in life, your whole life that you have to follow. Just have a bit of an idea of what you want right now for yourself and your business. That's really important. I really don't want you to make that a source of pressure and something that actually freezes you. One thing I can tell you from figuring out your big why right now, you will see that throughout the journey, you will evolve. Nothing stays set in stone. And I can tell you from my journey and my peers, we all started with that big motivation, that big why that we wanted to pursue through our businesses. But the more we grow, the more we evolve, and the more that image, that vision that we have evolves with us. And that is actually the beauty of that journey is that nothing is set in stone. But you gotta have a bit of an idea of where you wanna start and why it matters to you. And when you have a plan to make that happen, that plan is what will allow you to evolve mindfully and proactively. Instead of having that feeling that you're constantly reacting to whatever happens in your environment and trying to make everything you want to do fit into it. All right, so how are we going to do that? How are we going to plan this upcoming year and the rest of the year adjust to whatever happens when things are so uncertain, when you're going through transition, when you have no visibility about what's going to happen in the coming months? Are you going to move? Are the kids going to stay home? Is your husband going to stay in the company where you're working? Is your wife going to take that job offer? Is your new relationship with your new partner something that is going to work out for the future? Are you going to be able to have a child in the next coming months? Are your health challenges or the health challenges of a family member going to affect your life? And how are you going to make sure to make your business work and create real revenue in the midst of all of this? For you to be able to set up your goals for this year and throughout the year and plan your business throughout the year, the first thing that I really want you to do is to actually sit down and start first looking back. 
reflect on your journey until now, start with the previous year. In the previous episodes, I went in length through how to reflect on the past year and I even gave you some guidance, so make sure to check it out if you haven't. So sit down and think back of your past year and look at what worked and what didn't work for you so that you can learn from it. We keep always going to the next thing and we'll never actually take the time to pause and look back at what we have done so far. You will probably realize that you've achieved much more than you have that you're giving yourself credit for and that you have learned a lot from the mistakes or the things that did not work so much that you should not forget and put in and take into consideration as you move forward in your journey. So first step, think about your past year, reflect on it. And if you need help with that, check out the previous episode. But also, I've summarized some of these questions in the workbook that I prepared for you and that you will find in the show notes of this episode. So download that workbook and work through those important questions. You will find it on tandemnomads.com slash 244. So first, reflect on the past year and, sh- and use that guidance. Then set up that goal. Think about... In one year, imagine yourself celebrating, let's say, the end of this year, 2022, if you're listening this at the beginning of the year 2022 or any other time, think about in one year from now, what would make you feel like you had a fabulous year? Picture yourself in that moment of joy and celebration. What is it that thing that would make you feel, wow, this was amazing, and write it down. I want you to write down those tangible goals, for instance, and obviously if you have a business, you do want to decide what is that revenue goal you have. So you want to have that tangible number, but also you can add other things that are important to your business and to your life. Remember, this whole thing is all about alignment, aligning your business with your life. Even in the middle of a transition, and uncertainty and lack of visibility. So you need to figure that out. What is that thing that despite of all the uncertainty, what is that thing that you would love to have experienced by the end of the year? And note that I'm not saying achieve. I'm talking about experiencing. What sensations, what emotions, on top of the factual things, what are those memories an event you want to have experienced throughout this year that will make you feel satisfied with the way you're showing up for yourself, for your loved ones, and in your business. I will give you my example of how I actually set up my goals for the past year and what has actually influenced my decision on those goals. In the past six to seven years, my father developed a neurological disease that was life-threatening. And we knew that this neurological disease called ALS is a disease that actually kills people and there's no cure. But the big question mark was how much time he had. So over the years, we tried to navigate this uncertainty while managing our lives. But in the past two years, we did see that things were getting worse. And a year ago, I had a conversation with my father and understood that 
this was probably the year where I needed to really pay close attention and make sure to be as present as possible. Not only for him, but also to support my mother, who was taking care of him, as he became completely dependent physically. And I needed to do that. Despite the distance between us, they were living in South Korea and I was living in New York. And despite the fact that I was going through a move and that we were still in the middle of a pandemic. So as you can see, there were a lot of uncertainties when I started this year 2021. A lot of question marks and, and a lot of lack of visibility of how this year is going to look like. But I asked myself, no matter what happens this year, what really matters to me? How do I want to show up to myself and in my business and for my family throughout this year, no matter what happens? And even through the worst case scenarios. And I figured that what was most important for me this year is to try my best to be present for my family. No matter if I've managed to be there physically or not, I needed to create, first of all, the mental space and the physical space for me to be present for my family and to create quality time with my father. But... I also knew deep in my heart that it wouldn't be possible for me to just give up on my business. I needed for my business to continue to thrive and that was one of my other big goals. But for that first goal and this one to be aligned, I needed to make a decision. I need to figure out what that meant pragmatically. And pragmatically, that meant for me that in order to have quality time, with my family and create that mental and physical space, no matter if I would be able to travel or not, it meant that I needed to slow down in my business, work only half of the year. I looked at the calendar and I was like considering the move and considering the times where ideally I would want to see and go visit my parents. It means that I should plan my business as if I only had six months throughout this year. I'm not talking about the first six months of the year, but six months throughout the year. So I have created a business plan that considered that I could only work six months during the year. So that revenue goal that I had was for six months. And I've made sure to also build all the other parts of the business so that although I am off for six months of the year, my business still continues throughout the year. I have a whole episode where I explain how I did that. So in the resources section of the show notes of this episode, I will link all those episodes if you know how, how I did that. But I just wanted to tell you this example of how it's important when you think of your goals to think of your goals and how to make sure that they are in alignment with your life. And this is how you make sure that you're not overwhelmed is by being realistic and in alignment. I had very high goals in my business this year financially. But also, I knew what my priority was. It was my family. And by the end of the year, I managed to work half of the time of last year and create the same revenue than last year when last year was actually my best year in business ever. But the most important thing I'm going to tell you that I'm really celebrating this year, despite the heartache that I'm experiencing, is that I have no regrets whatsoever about how I managed to show up towards my family 
And most importantly, I've managed to build a lot of memories and be with my father and actually take care of him when it was needed and until his last day. And another thing that I've been really proud of is despite the fact that I reduce my level of work, there's one thing I could be really consistent with was the work I was doing with my clients. That's the one thing that I had not disrupted. And the way I've changed my business model has allowed me to actually be also present for my clients who were doing one-on-one coaching with me and support them through their own transition as well. And I've got to tell you, it has also nourished me. It has also given me energy. And for that, I am really grateful. So the third part now for those goals to happen, once you are clear about your goals and how to make sure that they're actually aligned with everything else happening in your world, despite as well the uncertainty and the lack of visibility and the complex transitions you might be going through. So once you figure that out, what are those goals that make sense within this context that allows you to show up the way you want and keep up with your business? Then we need to break it down into baby steps. And that's really important. A big goal cannot work if you just have that goal and just move on throughout the year. You need to break it down into a small plan and baby steps. So ask yourself, what are the series of little steps that need to happen for that big goal to happen? And I break down my steps to you into that episode that I mentioned before that that you will find in the show notes of this episode. So it's on tandemnomads.com slash 244. So break it down into baby steps. But also when you break it down into baby steps, ask yourself, what do you need? What are the resources you need to be able to do it? Where are the areas where you need support? It's not about only do it on your own. Look at your family, look at your support system, but also what is the professional help you need? In my case, for example, I turned into my team. I delegated a lot of things that I used to do on my own. And I also reshaped the way my team works. I reshaped my processes. And I also looked at my own self on a personal level, my own mental health, my own capacity to keep up with these goals and actually hired professional help. I hired a therapist, I hired a a coach, and I worked with my great friend Sunday Bean who helped me actually stay accountable as well throughout this process. So think about those baby steps and what are the resources you will need to be able to reach them. That's it, Nomad Nation. That's all you got to do, these three steps. Take a moment to first reflect on the past and then define those goals that are in alignment with who you are and what you really want. And three, break them down into baby steps. That's it. Haha, <laughs> but sorry, Nomad Nation. This is not going to work if you don't follow certain rules. So I do recommend you to, first of all, do that exercise. This is very important. And again, I have the workbook attached in the show notes of this episode for you to really go through the process. But this process does not work just like that. Because the truth is you will get caught into the day-to-day life and the things you have not planned that will come up. And when you remember, shit hits the fan and things don't go as planned. This plan will not work if you just do that and let it sit. There are a few things you're going to need to do to make this plan and your goals really alive and achievable. 
So these golden rules are the following. The first one is record it, but at least write it down. And this is why I prepared a workbook for you so that at minimum, at minimum you write these down. And ideally, I really recommend you to record yourself presenting your goals and expressing your goals and the reasons why they are important to you. The second big rule, and this one is really important. I know that everybody, most people, let's say most people shy away from doing that. So the second rule is communicate it. Communicate it to the people around you, to the people involved and to anybody that you respect. Most people shy away from sharing their goals because they're afraid to fail and to make that public. That's one of the reasons at least that I know of. So don't fall into that trap. You need to communicate your goals. This is how you make them real. And which leads me to the third rule, which is embody your goals. So what does that mean? So I'm going to share with you some ways that I do it. But for me, the most important is that although you're going to write down or record your goals, they need to be part of your body. They need part of the natural reason why you wake up every day and make it happen. And for you to embody that, you need to find your own ways to do it. But here are the things that I've done that have been so helpful. I've shared with you in the previous episode what I actually did the three first rules that I shared with you in one go by recording myself, sharing my goals and communi while communicating it to my peers. And that has actually helped me embody the reasons why these were important. I was actually crying and I was actually sharing my emotions and the reasons why these goals were important to me. So I really, first of all, encourage you to write it, like I said, and communicate it, but also find a way to make sure that those goals are actually real to you. The other thing that I've done to embody these goals is meditation. So I highly recommend you to actually be make create a daily routine where you remind yourself of those goals. So having a healthy routine where you actually, even if it's just three minutes per day where you close your eyes and, and make sure to remember why you do what you do, this is really important. Everybody's different, so find a way where you can make your goals really alive. Another way to do it is to have a vision board that's visible on top of your desk or some visuals that remind you why you're doing is important or pictures of the people you care about and why you do that for, putting it in the backdrop of your computer or anything. Just find your way to make your goals real and just be part of your body and your DNA. And the fourth rule is revise it. That's another reason why people fail at reaching their goal. They think that it's a static thing. Your goals are not supposed to be static. You can go back to them and check how you're doing on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, on a quarterly basis. That's really important as well. Your goals need to be thoroughly checked and revised on a quarterly basis. And this is how you actually make sure that you are on track. And if you see that you can't be on track, what can you do so that you still are aligned? with what you can and can't do and still manage to be clear about what you want to achieve in this context. So revise it regularly. And finally, pivot, pivot it when it's necessary. For example, I was planning to do a big launch in September and it wasn't possible because that's the month when my dad was hospitalized. That was not planned that my dad would end up being hospitalized. 
So, and I had to basically travel the whole time. And September was the month that I moved to Vienna too. So I had to completely change my plans and cancel all my launches. So don't shy away from pivoting. And we talk a lot about that with the episode with Melissa and Karen, where they share how they've been pivoting their businesses as well, going in the midst of transition. So check those previous episodes as well, if you want a real story behind it as well. So very important to realize that having a plan is what will actually help you show up proactively, like I said before, and a plan is meant to be revised and plan is meant to be pivoted because when you pivot, you are actually in control rather of letting go of things and just letting the events take over without you being in control. And it takes some courage sometimes to be able to pivot It takes some courage to send a newsletter to a client and say, hey, I know I said that we're going to do this, but actually we can't do it. So it takes courage, but this is how you show leadership as well. So be in control of your plan by number one, recording it, number two, communicate it, number three, embody it, number four, revise it, and number five, pivot it when it's necessary. But start first by sitting down and doing those three steps that I talked to you about. And again, those are in the workbook that I gave you. But also, here is another thing that I know people don't do, is simply have that time to sit down in a piece and reflect on all of this with the accountability of other people. So if you are catching me at the right time and if you download the workbook that I have prepared for you and you make sure to tick the box to sign up to my newsletter, you will be invited to the various workshops that we'll be doing throughout the year to help you plan your business. So make sure to sign up to the newsletter and I'll help you do that. All right. And if you're listening this in the beginning of this year, 2022, you will hear from me as I will invite you to actually work on your goals with me to help you really, first of all, record it, communicate it, embody it, revise it and pivot it and have some accountability and feedback to help you make sure that it's realistic. All right, nomination. I hope that this episode has helped you find the motivation to make this a priority for you to sit down and plan even in the midst of uncertainty and transition. And as I'm recording this at the beginning of this year, I just want to take a minute to tell you how much I appreciate you. And I really wish you from the bottom of my heart that you have a wonderful and happy new year ahead of you for you, for your loved ones, and wonderful, wonderful moments in your business as well, where you get to enjoy what you're doing, love what you're doing, make an impact, and actually get rewarded with great revenue as well. These are my best wishes for you. I can't wait to stay in touch with you throughout this year. Thank you for listening and stay in touch to turn all your challenges into great opportunities.